Um, I don't. I don't actually think you've been cuffed with adamantine okay. before. Okay. Maybe the, maybe so you I were could, in like adamantine like cells, but I could wear like adamantine um like claw shells for my talons, basically. We did have a discussion about this. Yeah. Because we specifically need it to contact their bloodstream and like leech eldritch toxins into them. I guess I don't really know okay. how it works. The you running theory is that if they have eldritch toxins away from them, like into the adamantine, we don't know. Or... The, the the running theory is that if they have adamantine like embedded under their skin, mm-hmm. it might neutralize or hinder their powers in some way. Right. So we want to shoot them full of arrows. We test it. Yeah. On ourselves. Yeah, we have adamantine. Just. Hey, Chad's first. Yeah, he said, let's do it. Like... Go, are we good to go? Just have cure wounds ready. We've been recording for over a minute. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hello, and welcome nice. back to another exciting episode of the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and dungeon master for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Uh, Daniel playing Chet Fleek. Hey, all playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt, and I'm ready to shoot Chet with an arrow. Yeah. <laughs> Infect me with your love and Waffle fill me with your poison. Playing hot mic tarajugs. And as we all know, uh, birds take extra damage from arrows. It's an inherent yeah. inherent weakness. Uh, we don't have any fan mail. I do have an amusing story that I, I have already mentioned off air, which is that Patches informed me that they were going to write in asking the Alchemist Club about what superheroes their characters would most be like, and then before he managed to send that, listened to the episode where when we answered that very question, <laughs> sent in by somebody else. So, no fan mail. Nice. Great lines. We've disappointed Patches and, and made his life difficult, so it's it's fine. Um, yeah, who wants to give us a recap of what happened last time? We left the Gnomish homeland, we picked up some silver from our secret base, and we went to Lori and we sold the silver and the axe, and we all unanimously agreed that the next thing we are doing is saving Anglorious Brother. Yes. Unanimously. We did a little bit of gambling. There and, was, and a little yeah, bit. no, there was some gambling involved too, yeah. Some crabs. Yeah, crabs and crabs. Mm-hmm. That was actually the first title uh, Wizards of the Coast tried for... Fifth edition, but it, it didn't uh, catch on. It didn't catch on. Uh, they've. It, it turns out people, if they want to play craps, they don't like. That's not a home setup for for most yeah. individuals. Yeah, a lot of people don't have the table. And doing it in your imagination is a lot harder than picturing, you know, a room full of decorations and strange creatures and combat scenarios. So. And for some people, crabs are less sexy than dragons. Some people. For some people. I don't know. I, I I must fall into the crab camp because I went to see Avatar Way of the Water yesterday. <laughs> it was okay, right? It but was there's bad. this <laughs> it, Okay, it okay. wasn't good. It wasn't good. Um and but it had alert, sexy crabs. Yeah, I'm waiting I'm waiting are, for the sexy crabs now. There's there's a there's a there's a, a fisherman hunter kind of crew, right, that gets commandeered by the bad guys. And some of their gear, when they go out and they hunt the the creatures that they're there to hunt and and uh, harvest from, uh, they have these they have these mechanical crabs. Robot crabs. They're, they're the like best. they're like it's like a little exo submarine crab. Like the 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 legs fold into the body and it just kind of scoots around in the water. But when it goes you know up on there's this there's this really great scene where one of them is like uh he, he's dismounting he's jumping into the water he's he's getting wet and he like grabs this railing above him and just swings and i'm like i love it this is the best part this is the uh, best part of the movie is just the crab all, crab all the technology as with the previous avatar is the coolest part yes <laughs> can we play the indie <laughs> <laughs> and this is the immediate transition into ched uh, while jumping into a sexy crab. <laughs> anyway, before, get, before getting before getting shot with an with an adamantian arrow, yep. it should be yeah. good because crabs don't have mammary glands. So let's see, work it. <laughs> That's never stopped Wizards of the do. Coast before. No. <laughs> Show me those critties. 
God. Oh, God. Can we just play D&D still, please? We are. I'm, I'm imagining in my head what that would look like. Oh, no. Everybody who me. contributed to our 700-plus downloads this month, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is the premium but, uh, content you look forward to. Yeah, and next month, crits. next month, we'll have the Beholder. I mean... <laughs> All right. No imagination. Uh, so we load up on Teliferous and we're yes. leaving. We we leave. We drag Chet away from the crab's table and Desmond away from the crap's table. We get on our tree. Um, we... Desmond had been kicked out, actually. Yeah. So. Oh, that's right. He was yeah. too good at... Uh, yeah. It turns out the ability to see the future makes gambling very easy. Uh-huh. Who would have thought? Who would have thunk? <laughs> um, and then once we are in the air... We know the location of this dark fortress in which uh, Angloria's brother is being held captive, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, and it is southern Aldrax kind of region, as Cor I recall? Correct, yes. Okay. Uh, I plot in a course. I put on the cloud camouflage. A, a leisurely oh. course that sort of arcs us around the southwestern edge of Aldrax. Uh you know, I don't want to fly directly over the capital, but I also don't want to go too far into Sildal, so it's a delicate art. Uh -huh. Leolin, oh, one more thing that happened. Leolin maybe saw a balloon, maybe didn't. That's you know, true. Yeah. That did happen, yeah. Yeah, so see, see what happens there. But We'll see. I'm sure it's fine. Of course it's fine. Nothing, um, nothing happened. Yeah, uh, so we're we're flying. And I think uh I think like a, a proper group meeting is in order. Um first though, my uh my upgrade forge project wouldn't happen to finish in a very timely manner, would it? Remind me what you stuck in there. Uh a crudely made Play-Doh wand of adamantine soaked, soaked in the, the blood of blood. the king. Yes. No, that's yeah. not finished yet. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's going to be so good when it comes out. <laughs> Will it? What are you hoping comes out? A wand. You know, blood the magic. same thing I'm always hoping for. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, okay. So, what is the plan here? Because last time... I'm not going to point fingers, but we all made mistakes. And uh, we're going to do better this time. We've, we've learned a lot. We've gained a lot of experience and yes. abilities. Yes, Our... Our last um, true church raid, or our, ra our last like Arclay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, no, nothing else. I mean, we said. went to the mountain home and the true church there. We we did very well there. So yes, we did. Mm. But that was. Mm. Anyways, um, <laughs> Joe, did I would have sent and Gloria a couple more like coded messages about the nature of this fortress and, you know, are we raiding a sleepy fishing village again, or is this like a castle? This is like a castle. Oh, excellent. One that is, is located underground. Okay. Is she coming with us? Or no. are we doing this? Oh, we're gosh. we're raw dogging it. <laughs> By uh, which I mean we're going in solo. That's not a phrase that <laughs> is that not... a is that a Juxian like <laughs> military phrase? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We're going without armor. Yeah, yeah. no, um without protection. Uh, Raw dog refers to you um, when you eat the Shut up. the classic Juxian hot dog, but you don't have time to properly heat it because you're in the middle of like a battle scenario and you have to go in. It, it's kind of a metaphor or um, like a simile for going in unprepared, because um, like you're you're eating a cold raw hot dog on your way to your glider. A jux um, dog. That that sounds yeah. like what we did in Arclay, so wouldn't we not want to raw dog this one? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I want to be okay. I wanna but be you're right, cooked. yes. Um, I want to be fully cooked before we get Yeah, on. yeah. We we want to hang back. We want to relish this dog. Um, oh. <laughs> I like that. Um, this is an infiltration, potentially, but I suspect yeah. it's going to go loud at some point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm definitely keeping shape, uh, wild shaping into an earth elemental in my back pocket. Ooh, yeah. The deeper we can get into the base before they realize that we are there, 
the better chance we have of finding the prisoners before they like kill them and then sabotage all their shit and like burn all their documents, which would suck. So um, there's probably going to be some like higher ups there that we'll need to kill. Uh, you know, the classic eyeballs and Stretch Armstrong and you know all kinds of fucked up hatchling powers. So uh, we'll just have to like pick out high priority targets and neutralize them. Um, thinking like everybody you know take a day meditate on your spells and uh bring bring some heavy hitters <laughs> have, have we been given any other information on this place aside from the location and a, a general description of her brothers so we know who we're looking for uh you have received those things you do know that um uh, it is an underground fortress the primary means of access is like this isn't this isn't like Arclay where there's a, a bustling town atop of it uh this place is in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. um and gloria as far as she's been able to discern thinks that this is some kind of administrative center so there's a lot of stuff going through here um she doesn't really have any idea on what defenses look like um she was able to figure out the location but has not like done any infiltration herself and it's largely warded against scrying so okay okay well uh between leyland and myself we can definitely like i'm thinking we park teliferous very far away and we walk in and we like do a stakeout and we see like comings and goings we do recon. I yeah. listen to the wind and get like a map of the interior. Um, Chud Chud can maybe get some little bit with trimmer sense, right? Oh yeah. Uh, I have dimension door, so there might be a cheeky play we could do. I wouldn't be able to bring the entire party is the problem, but um, we could do something really stupid like I dimension door in with Desmond. Desmond sets up word of recall. Oh, do we all have to be there initially for the recall to work? Because then Desmond, we teleport back out, and then we recall everybody into the heart of the base. I think it takes a while to set up. Ah, the... uh, okay. If oh if no, we I had... can't. I can't change where like we re- we recall to. It has to be like a religious place. It oh, yeah. be... okay. If, <laughs> you can if, really quick consecrate a temple down in their basement. I mean, every true if, church location that you've infiltrated so far has had a shrine to the gods in it. Mm. <laughs> I if, potentially. If I could buy um, a wand that would just let me just grow a tree spontaneously, uh, I could also teleport us out with... Um, how big does uh, the tree, tree stride? Have to be? Doesn't need to be big. I mean, just big enough to walk through. It's kind of big, but it's a, a little. <laughs> not everybody's as thin as Chad. <laughs> so teleporting us with a bonsai is probably out of the question. Yeah, that's not going to work. Probably but yes. The idea of carrying a seed or like an acorn, because an acorn is a cooler thing to have. An acorn like... is a seed. Well, yeah, but specifically an acorn, because I don't know. It's Rather like, than a random seed. It's like, more poetic. Worst case scenario, my staff can turn into a like a 30-foot tall tree. But then we or... have to leave your staff behind. Yes. yes. Which, no go, because that staff is free pass without trace. Worst case scenario. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I Actually, think what it's we're a 60-foot tall tree. What I would like to do is probably... Um, take Teliferous on like a, a rough circular route. We're way up in the air, so we've got pretty good vantage point. I want to survey the surrounding landscapes while we're disguised as a cloud, and then uh, potentially land us... Like, I know we're a giant tree and we're very conspicuous. Uh-huh. Um, I'm thinking our options here are either we leave Teliferous up in the sky disguised as a cloud, or we try to find somewhere or we drop it all the way back at the iconoclast and hike for like multiple days to this location i don't yeah i don't like i really don't like either i know like Uh, i would prefer the the sky drop yeah 
And neither I mean, see, neither is safe just because we know our enemies can find it, you know, yeah. no matter. Yeah. In either, but, but we, it, we don't it, have it a crew be, right now, correct? We don't have a crew, that's correct. Right. Oh. So it would be harder for them to get aboard if it's airborne. I know they have someone, right? But, yep. <laughs> well, but, but a balloonist would be able to do it if it was on the ground as well. Yeah, that is one so of the many convenient things army. about balloons. Balloons <laughs> are not convenient; they are terrible. It's like, oh, I want to go somewhere. I have to get it warm first. Fucking pathetic. <laughs> anyway, do we want to go pick up our crew at Dangaya before we do this? I don't know. I don't hate that idea, but it will take time. Yeah. yeah. We're not really on a time crunch right now. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to be that guy, but we did just spend a week in the Feywild doing bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, if they were going to kill Inglorious Brother, it would have happened already. It, yeah, I mean, <laughs> having the crew would certainly... It's uh, only going to cost us, like, two days round trip kind of thing. Yeah. Alright, yeah, we, uh, we go to Dangaya. Farrakh can... I, I make sure I to message to Amber... Amber and, and like, look, we're just staying for a little while, but if you have time, grab lunch. Question make mark. Sure, <laughs> make make sure to put your thing that you know, your AFK sign move up. Your, move your move uh, <laughs> on the board. Uh. uh, yeah, we touch down at Dying Gaia, assuming we are not uh, savaged from the sky by some unknown force, and uh, I will go get in contact with Soli Glimmermellows. Uh, you find Sully Glimmer Meadows, uh, at a tavern. He is enjoying his shore leave a great deal. I give him a, a resounding slap on the back and I say, Sully, you're looking well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's been great. Been, it's... Ready to get back up there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm ready. The air is thin and evil is everywhere, my friend. I have need of you and your stalwart dwarves once more. Round them up. We're leaving in a day and a half. He shotguns the oversized <laughs> tankard that he is drinking. Oh, yes. And orders another oh, one and shotguns that one too. <laughs> we should really set them up a tavern aboard Califerous. Yeah. That's... Oh, old Desmond yeah. would have loved a tavern. Well, we need to open up more space on board, so that's we'll, true. Yeah, we'll get to it. Long-term project. Yep. Okay. Um. Anyways, I go in. I, uh, <laughs> I go check in. It's you know, I walk by Stoney's. Sadly, there's a big uh, "Do Not Enter" sign uh -huh. that has Leyland's face on it. <laughs> Somebody's drawn yours. like a little evil mustache. I, it it is all of us that are banned from Stoney's. I, I I didn't leave the yeah, but I'm like I'm super banned. So yeah, yeah. um, I didn't. But leave they don't the have yet. your picture up. I, I'm uh -huh. I'm busy um meditating and learning some new spells for this specific. Ooh. Yeah. Very okay. exciting. Interesting. Uh, I'm trying to remember if we had any, like, projects here at Dying Gaia. Uh, some more of those batteries might be nice, but, eh. I think we're just grabbing our crew and, uh, setting off. Okay. I will, I'll also radio Angloria, who I know exactly where she is. Where is she, by the way? Angloria is somewhere off in the middle of the continent. Okay. So... Like, judging on where I am now, that would be either, like, Aldrax or <coughs> the Marbled Mountains? Or... Because I, I draw, like, a straight line, basically, and say she's somewhere along this line. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in the, like, general vicinity of Jux. Okay. But, like, inner Jux. Yeah, towards yeah, yeah. the center. Yep. Anyways, I send her a message. I let her know that we are uh, preparing for a visit, wink, wink, to uh, the location she mentioned her cousin was at, wink, wink. <laughs> Very subtle. We're going on <laughs> vacation. 
to an undisclosed location that you All recommended. Paid explore some caves for there. Fun. <laughs> wink. Yeah. But like an angry wink. Can't yeah. wait. Uh, on the way, uh, Chet is going to attempt to wild shape into people that he's seen before just to, nope. to try it out. That does not work. It does not work. <laughs> nope. Like, it, you, you can approximate... Like you end up looking more like uh, some kind of primate. Um, <laughs> you can achieve mammalhood, but anytime you try to imitate a person, it does not look right. It in fact what looks about, very wrong. What about a monstrous kind of person? Like all of the people you attempt to look like appear monstrous. Yeah, but it was like especially monstrous looking already. Like somebody made of bones or something. You can't, you can't wild shape <laughs> into Maravaggio. I mean, I didn't say Maravaggio. Yeah, I but how many that. other skeletons do you know personally? I, I said bone-like or with bone... F ah, mm? I think it was Saskia. Into Saskia would be a great It was idea. Saskia, yeah. Yeah, that's not... No. Okay. okay. Saskia right. is definitely an aberration and not a beast. Yeah, but I just want to be a beast that looks like her. I thought you <laughs> said do aberrations, or am I, I can't remembering? I mean, I can do everything but aberrations. Yeah, Chad is specifically cannot be an aberration. <laughs> uh, so magical beasts, though, mm -hmm. are on the Yes, are, are totally okay. Yeah, right, okay. I could be a that, unicorn that if I wanted to. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't remember if there was something you could do that other druids can't. I could, I could be a mini beholder if I wanted to. Ah. Yeah. But I don't. Um, That's horrifying. <laughs> you would not like the, the body horror. Yes. Agreed. I would like to do some recon of the the Fortress of Solitude. Um, we are a cloud. We're just drifting through the sky lazily. For probably about like half a day, I just want to Wait. drift with we, the other. We've crowd. already like left dying guy and everything. I, I, unless, unless someone's needs to do something there still. Uh, while we're there, I do leave just to go to like a component shop to get, um, like some uh diamond dust. Just need for some components. Just for reasons, diamond for dust reasons. Yeah, diamond what a high level spell you uh, cast. <laughs> I know, I'm fascinated. You get the diamond dust, um, and then when you exit Teliferous to airdrop onto this fortress, Leyland is in a diamond studded waistcoat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I do believe we only have one greater restoration left. Okay. Um, as far as keeping track of things, I was in the component for that. To get petrified. <laughs> Isn't the component for that diamond dust? It's yeah. Okay. But that's did what you, made me think of did it. Did you want to stock up while we're in Dying Gaia? We have money and. How Ever. much money do you have? Oh, that's a great question. I've got lots of money. Twenty-two thousand. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. We just got a ton of okay. money for. I haven't your, been spending Your insurance yet. premium this month is going to be four thousand dollars. <laughs> I heal myself. Thank you. That's right. That's why you need to give me four thousand dollars. And I've got extra health pools. I had. I don't have a pre-existing condition. Why would you raise my premiums <laughs> like that? <laughs> I, I'll have you know, I'm silver status on my Go365 for Humana. <laughs> <laughs> I should be getting a discount. Wow. Yeah, I bet you weren't expecting us to talk about insurance today. Ted holds uh, out a Fitbit. Look at it. Look, <laughs> I'm fucking yeah. fit, bro. Yep. You were reincarnated from somebody who used to vape, so... I was not. <laughs> I don't know the meaning of the word. He God, really they would get you on fucking the conditions of your past lives, wouldn't they? Uh -huh. Yeah. God. Magical insurance, yeah. So, once everyone has bought all of their stuff, and we depart Dangaya, uh I feel... Uh, Glimmer Mellows and the command staff in on the the rough uh, outline of what's going to go down here. Um, their job is pretty going to be pretty simple. They're mostly just going to be on watch on the ship, I think, unless things go catastrophically wrong. Uh, and then I I do want to do some recon and like what does the 
what does the outside of this thing look like? Do people like come up to it in wagons? Do they teleport in and out? Um, how? What's the foot traffic like? Do they bring in a lot of barrels that we could hide in? Uh, what's well, the terrain? Yada yada yada. Well, and that's where my uh, spell and needing the diamond dust came in because, um, while I don't think I can be allowed to necessarily make anyone else do the shadow stuff but what i was thinking joe that i could do to uh i don't know do anything that possibly transfers that kind of works with my power is that i can take non-detection uh-huh. as a spell and what i was wondering is if perhaps Leolin can learn through these days to basically use that to touch someone that and give them that you know divination that uh, anti-divination magic and anti-scrying through the shadow powers base you know through the shadow magic and whatnot so maybe not obviously they can't go through shadows but like it almost like adds like a path without trace and extra like, i imagine you like weaving uh a terajux shaped silhouette and yeah. just like sliding it over him <laughs> and oh. him sounding like kind of a little bit muffled uh, yeah. in the you, process. Oh, but... You're creating a magical redaction <laughs> bar. Yeah. Oh, it's, you know, you wouldn't expect it, but it breathes very nicely. Um, this, is a, this is a very comfortable material. Terrajacks and fishnets. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just no. what's on underneath the jeans. Yeah. Yeah, the standard Juxian military uniform. (laughs) It's so when you get shot down you can take them off and fish with them. But since but since he's since uh since it's covering his whole body it just looks like he's about to rob a bank. (laughs) Wow. So I'm always about to rob a bank. Okay. To summarize that for me, without without all the garbage, so that our listeners are like have an idea of what you're trying to do. Basically, I took non-detection and swapped it out with a spell I wasn't using. I uh-huh. don't think I'd ever used. So I've been learning that over the next or last few days while we've been doing this traveling. So for a duration, you hide a target from divination magic since it's got since this fortress has all the scrying and everything else done so this a target cannot be targeted by divination magnet magic or perceived through scrying sensors since we're going to be doing all of this recon and everything i kind of figured that my shadow abilities give me a little bit of that defense but maybe i'm wrong to assume that but if i give someone else this then while they would not be able to go move through shadows, that me touching someone with this is kind of giving them almost like a silhouette um, perception that uh, adds this kind of bonus to them. Sure. Yeah. Right on. That seems that seems reasonable. Um. What does the surface of this installation look like? Uh, it looks like an empty wilderness. There are a couple of a couple of trees um, about in the location. You suspect that the entrance is probably concealed. Okay. Right. Um, it, does it perhaps uh, have any moats? Ten of them, in fact. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, not kidding. God, no. I've had so much time to think of new moats. That's all I do. Except these, except these are gaps in space as we're going deeper underground. Uh, yeah, they're, hedges, maybe? they're vertical moats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a shot. We've got to go down a ladder every time. Yeah. Um... I'm going to keep us up here for about half a day, just lazily drifting with the clouds in camouflage mode. Uh-huh. I want to see if there are any, like, wagons that come by or foot traffic or anything. I assume not, but, you know, wouldn't hurt. You don't, yeah, you don't really see anybody going in or out. Okay. Hmm. Uh, 
Like, there aren't even I... really any roads out here. Yeah, I, I suspect that makes sense. Uh, There's okay. no traffic whatsoever? Nobody nope. coming or going? Nope. Wow. Uh, if we look on the map of the continent, there's this is kind of, like you said, in the middle of nowhere. Yep. What if we laid it over the map of, like, the Underway? Is it even close to that? Do you have a map of the Underway? Not Falrock did, I maybe not. Falrock would know it, yeah. I mean, I know where I've traveled. I don't think I have, like, an actual map. Would um, one of also the many dwarves that we have with us maybe know, like, a rough map of the Underway? Also, isn't the Underway, like... Specific highways to the mountain home, or is it it like connected throughout the continent? I I thought it was just like between major dwarven settlements and the mountain home. I didn't know there was anything like cross continent. I guess there is a lot of it that goes cross continent, but a lot of it was also like lost during the hatching, and the bits that ended up getting repaired were the ones like that connect major settlements to the mountain home. So gotcha. there are, in fact, large swaths of the Underway that just kind of exist. and Like the underground citadel we found. Yeah, that right. aren't connected to anything. Okay. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So, we don't know. We don't see anything. We don't even know where an entrance to this Shed, uh, your wild shape lasts an hour, correct? Um, I believe so, yes. Okay. I'm thinking, um, we're probably going to deploy to the surface here once I've moved Teliferous off somewhere a little further away. Uh, and I'll have instructed probably Basil and Ivy how to maintain the cloud ritual. And then, um, we're all going to deploy down... Maybe our first day of recon, while Laylin is doing some, like, shadow investigation of the actual site, Ched could be elemental burrowing around, seeing if there's any, like, uh, underway tunnels there, or just doing, like, you know, tremor sense investigation of the uh, base layout. Yeah, if uh, I want to get slapped with an anti-scrying, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be a good thing to have on. Will that persist through Wild Shape, Joe? Yes. Okay. So I can get slapped with it as an Aarakocra and, and then Wild Shape and it still... And it away. lasts the whole eight hours. Ooh. Hey. Mm -hmm. Yes, that one. Um, um, as a, a sort of lesser defense, I make sure that everybody has their anti-scrying crystal quills uh, distributed into their backpacks. And uh, I give TJM a kiss on the forehead. And then uh, forehead we are in air ready. quotes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, forehead. Did we give the dwarves the whole watch out for balloons talk? Yes. Yes. Uh, I I just tell them to basically shoot down anything that is not only not me, but does not give you the verbal call sign back. And then I I whisper the call sign into Sully Glimmermellow's ear. Essentially. Uh-huh. If you like pina coladas. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. And then you say back. <laughs> uh, um, Solid Glimmer Meadows hasn't heard that one, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to tell him what to say back. Uh, and then uh, his, his response line is, I am not into yoga. I am into plantains. <laughs> <laughs> plantains? Yep. That scans. Yeah, like the little okay. bananas. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is that uh, Annabelle Lexum is going to know the song, not the North Juxian variant of the song. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, I get everyone together. Everyone grabs all their equipment and stuff. Um, are, we all, are we all good to go? Yeah, I believe so. I yeah. strap my pauldron to my shoulder. I stick my wands in my belt. I sling my javelin across my back. I, uh, I, I pull out like a little pocket watch and kiss it. And it's like, who's in the pocket watch? I open it up. It's just TJM. Um, <laughs> Wait, I, so I thought that a day in advance, I'd 
that I was going to do some recon. Well, so I think the idea here is that we leave Teliferous up in the sky, we parachute down our entire okay. team, parachute, quote-unquote, and then we start doing recon while we're down there, and we'll just, like, camp out in the wilderness. How much is a ring of feather fall? <laughs> That's a good question. I'm kind of insulted. <laughs> I don't trust you. <laughs> we don't always have. We don't always have you. Name yeah. name Sometimes one time I have turned like into an elephant. Head. Sometimes you get turned into an elephant. And a petrified I... elephant. Petrified. I yeah. Yeah. Can't feather fall anyone. <clears throat> uh, a ring of feather fall would probably run you about four k. Really? Yeah. Okay. Is that all I'm worth to you? It's a rare item. <laughs> Is it? Okay. Yeah. That'd be like okay. a thousand gold. Four? Is that yeah. all I'm worth to you? Just I thought you'd be worth less. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Desmond holds up your insurance paperwork. <laughs> your punch card. Yeah. You're mine. I feel bad. <laughs> I have to deal with Tarjex Hyco. So I set my name to Out. Yeah. I, uh -huh. Yeah. We all set our names to Out. Yep. Um, we all swap call signs and then. Uh, we jump. You jump. Whoosh. And uh, we're, uh, this is probably like we wait until the evening so that our uh, our descent is harder to view. And then uh, in the darkness, I will wait just long enough that everyone's like, oh no, is this the time? Has he finally snapped? And then I'll feather fall us uh, probably like 35 feet above the ground. And we touch down with the light crunch of gravel and undergrowth. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, and you... then immediately make stealth checks. <laughs> yes. That's without trace. <laughs> okay. Make make your stealth checks. But with a plus fifteen. Yes. Uh. Okay. Thirty-one. Thirty-six. Thirty-two. Thirty-four. You gonna make me roll dice tonight? Yeah, we're playing oh. Dungeons. And dragons. <laughs> 14, because I added 10 to that, right? 15. Yeah, 15. 15. Oh, 15. Um, yes, yeah, so 19, right? You rolled a 4? I rolled a 4. Oh, no, okay. it is a plus 10. I apologize. Oh, oh boy. Okay. Oh, Lord. boy. Well, Desmond, are you kidding? <laughs> you made me roll dice. Twen 28 for me. So then I have a 29. 31. Okay. Yeah. Um, Desmond is making a, a little bit of noise here. It's just the... the my clothes are so wet, they flap. I <laughs> I like to imagine that if Desmond gets discovered, it, he's literally just like, do you have a moment to talk about our <laughs> lady and savior? <laughs> They're just like, how did you get here? <laughs> Divine Providence, of course. Spreading the word of Aquila to everywhere I can. Yes. Oh, Lord. Aquila tells me where the souls are needing saved. Yeah. And boy, <laughs> howdy. Let's talk about your souls. <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. I think what I want to do here is find like a, a dried out riverbed or a, a gentle depression in the earth or some area that's a little bit lower down, so if we're like sitting in it, we're not visible from, you know, people just looking around the horizon. Uh -huh. I can just create that. Oh yeah, we have magic. I keep forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. So yeah, maybe Ched can make us a little like a uh, move Earth dugout that we can hide in, and then that'll be the base of operations for uh, recon patrols. Yeah. Is that loud to do? I don't know. It would, be a, it would be a question for Joe, I think. It's not especially loud. It's okay. not completely silent, but it's like it it doesn't it's not like you're summoning the magical equivalent of a bulldozer. <laughs> Maybe in a different campaign. Do we have somebody with silence on their I still spells? have silence, yes. Okay. Um I I would go ahead and pop it. I don't know. Alright. 
we're gonna yeah, be I... here a couple days at least, so I the, cast I think silence. First we can use some yeah. spells. Well, I cast it in this area where Chud is going to. Uh -huh. I mean, it's only 120 feet, so it's not gonna cover probably the entirety of the space, but. Right. Um, and then I'll just be on watch, I think. But by which I mean, I'm not looking around physically. I am sitting down, meditating, and expanding my sense of the immediate airspace as far as I can for any like approaching footfalls or <clears throat> breath of living beings. And for anybody who would um, like fly fly over overnight, I, I can. Um... I I uh, prepared hallucinatory terrain, so wow. I can fill in the war I can fill in the ground above us, make it look Damn. like natural terrain. With what? Oh, eldritch horrors. <laughs> That's yep, totally natural. They look down. They're like, oh, there's a Denny's out here. <laughs> I oh, love yeah. a grand slam. Okay. Not sponsored. So, none of you have probably heard about this yet, but. Um, where I work, the local Denny's has a sign, like, you know, one of those really tall signs next to the highway, and it fell on a car and killed two people. Oh, I've heard oh about that. That was there? Yeah, Holy cow. it was there. Fuck. So, Denny, Denny's is on my shit list right now. <laughs> yeah, I bet. No kidding. Shit. I mean, I don't know if I've shared this particular meme with anybody here, but uh, Dennis is a modernization of Dionysus, like many, many times removed. So Denny's is the domain of revelry and chaos. Yeah. Oh my god! It's the realm huh. of Bacchus. Uh huh. Oh my god! <laughs> Which makes sense. Yes. Uh, so yeah, uh, anyway. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to play the rest of this episode. <laughs> my mind is just like, I have blue screened my brain. Like, <laughs> holy crap. You're welcome. Uh, so once we've got our fortifications dug out, uh, I will, I will retreat inside. I assume we'll make like a, a roven weed, a woven reed mat to like put on the entrance or something so that it's harder to discover. I mean, yeah, I'm very curious about what kind of hallucinatory terrain Chet is uh, creating oh, here. No, it would just be the same terrain. Oh, I, what we you're, dug up, but you're making people it. hallucinate what's really there. Yeah. <laughs> the most so effective illusion magic of the all. The cube will be exactly the same, but for our dugout, Yeah, which the, I have covered up with what should have been there before. The roven weed mat is uh, concealed. Yes. Yeah. It's hard to say. It is. It's a it's a tricky one. Okay, so you have created a little uh, essentially uh blind both magical and practical. You've, you know, it's best of both Peter Jackson worlds here. Um <laughs> all set up so that you can observe this bare patch of terrain where you have not seen any any other living beings. Yeah. Perfect. It's like our Forward operating base, basically. It's a little Minecraft house. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I would like to start probing their defenses uh, atmospherically. What does that mean? That means I'm listening to the wind. I'm trying to find... like, um, I can listen anywhere that is not hermetically sealed. Mm -hmm. So I'm listening for... Are there... If this is an underground base, it has to have air vents in order to circulate air. It has to have... Well, not necessarily, but yes, and... I take your meaning. I would think it would, uh, which means I'm going to explore... Are there any, like, suspicious gaps, basically, in the ground where it's like, oh, there's a, a hole here that has air and sound coming out of it instead of dirt? I mean, so... yeah, there's... You can hear quite a lot of uh, conversating going on in the general vicinity because well, there is in fact a fortress here yes Chet, can I've... Chet use Tremorsis sense to find bigger to find possibly some sort of entrance that goes underground or does it not work like that I mean my Can't. plan overnight was to turn into an earth elemental yeah that's and right just go find it. swim around just yeah. swim around just have a, a dip and so that's what I do I think that's a great idea. Okay. Uh, you you have a little oh. dirt bath. Or that, I slap him with the... All right, I get out my diamond dust. Right, right, right. Um, 
and um, you know, concentrate on my shadow powers and blow it directly into his face. Mutter some random shit <laughs> incantation that I don't even know what I'm saying. Doesn't mean anything. It's just for effect. Um, and then there's no yeah. verbal component. You just want us to think there is. <laughs> it does say it does say there is a verbal. Component. Oh, okay. <laughs> But you say whatever the proper one is. Yeah. Yes. The scrying target you have tried to reach is unavailable. Please hang up and try again. Star six nine. And then I, I six, touch seven. him with this like, like it's this like dark, thick blackness in emanating from my my hands where the uh, diamond dust had once been. Yeah. So you redact Ched, and it's uh difficult it's difficult to see him now even like those of you who have witnessed this and are aware that Chet exists and that he is right there in front of you it's like he's kind of blurry and out of focus and you're like you your eyes want to slide off of him it's like you have to unfocus your eyes to see me it's one of one of those old uh what are uh, those the um, magic eye visual... puzzles yes yes that's the one. Um, and perhaps it's a blessing that Chet is difficult to focus on as he begins to wild shape. I'll, I'll spare everybody the details and uh, go on my way. I will uh, dive right into the ground and start swimming in the direction of the fortress. But kind of like going lower, kind of going down as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you come pretty readily to a tunnel... Uh, just kind of underneath you. Okay. I pop out like a little, just a little a rock stalactite eyeball. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, you seem to be looking down into some kind of storage facility. Some description. There are large boxes stacked okay. around sw- this room. Okay. And it's a closed room that I'm looking into? Yes. Okay. Is it a big storage you said facility so is it a big room yeah it's 30 30 feet to a side or so okay i'll swim towards the door pulling my eye back up and then what do i feel in the next area beyond this storage room uh the next area beyond the storage room there's there's some foot traffic you can you can sense uh through here it appears to be a hallway um so this little storage room, little 30 feet to a side storage room, uh, appears to be kind of attached to a hallway that extends um, for some distance in either direction. Okay. Can I hear what's in the hallway below me? Um, I, I can't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, don't... <laughs> I don't know what the auditory perception you... apparatus of an earth elemental is. Okay. Do I at least know whether what I'm swimming through is worked or not? Or if it's natural? Um, the... like, was the last room natural? The layer immediately surrounding the tunnels appears to be worked stone. Okay. So if something, like, poked out, they might notice that. So, yeah. Um... Okay, well, I'm going to swim upward and see if there are any other rooms or tunnels that I can find that are un, un, uh, unoccupied or occupied. Um, this little section that you're kind of swimming around appears to be fairly low traffic. There's, you know, maybe five or six people that you see going in and out of the, of the area. Well, feel. Um... And you're mapping what seems like a, a series of small rooms attached to these uh, kind of a, a grid of tunnels. Okay. Do I get like a feel for how many people? Like if I were to do a quick circuit, how uh, many people there are? In this little region that you're in, uh, like I said, maybe maybe five or six currently no i mean throughout the complex oh throughout the complex that's you're gonna yeah, have to I like mean, this is like a yeah this isn't an hour's mission uh it's going to take you longer than an hour to 
get around this okay. whole place. I can spend another um, point to maintain the form, I believe. Yes. So I'll do that. Just so I can get the best idea of the layout yeah. and the numbers. Uh, so it takes you most of that two hours to get all the way around this facility. It's quite large. Uh, and that's going primarily on the same level. And you can sense mm -hmm. that there are there's more than one level here. So this is big. Um, right. Your tremor sense picks up maybe... 50 to 60 people um, just in the zone that you're able to sense. Okay. And then I will jet back to the group. Okay. And I think that's a good place to stop. Uh, so Ched returns from his scouting mission and relays this information to you, and we will call the episode there. So, uh, I've been Joe, your host and Dungeon Master for an Alchemist Club adventure where the party did things they made decisions an and, and had adventures and took charge and spent a minimal amount of time yak butting and i'm proud of them um if you wish to get in touch with us you can do so at the alchemist club 88 at gmail.com or the alchemists club 88 at gmail.com uh you can find us on any podcast platform that you care to peruse uh so leave a review recommend your us to your friends assuming that you know, you want to do that. Matthew, what are our socials? You can find us at the Alchemist underscore club on Twitter and at the Alchemist Club on TikTok. And our intrepid adventurers today were Daniel playing Ched Fleek. Dale playing the calm before the storm, Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle and I'm suing Desmond for infringement. <laughs> Just stole it from you, do it. <laughs> well, I, no, no. I'll say I'll be the calm before the crazy and you can be the calm before the storm <laughs> oh no you are the calm and he is the storm that's uh, fair, uh, fair. Uh, I'm <laughs> thanks for joining us <laughs> <laughs>